Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Haiku Chronicle podcast. I'm Patricia, your host, and this week I'm changing our normal format and doing a podcast special on the topic of memories. Why memories? Actually, it was inspired by a submission by Maniko Takahashi, which you will hear in a minute. In a way, haiku and senryu are an ideal vehicle for such topic. They should resonate with us. Memories are very much the property of an individual, yet often when we write about them, there will be something in the poem that connects with others. We may not share the images, but we can understand the emotion. And the brevity, which is a characteristic of these small poems, should ensure that the emotion is conveyed without overt sentimentality, which could make the poems on this topic quite saccharine. I think in the haiku and senryu that I'm featuring today, you will find resonance. A little sadness, some aha moments, and the beautiful use of language. I do hope you agree. Let me know what you think, and if you'd like to join in with our special topics, the next one is women, and you don't have to be one to write on the topic. I'll tell you a bit more about this at the end. And so to our poems... The first one is the one that inspired the topic, from Maniko Takahashi in Japan. Field Peas Podding, Mother-in-Law Why did this resonate with me? Initially, I was struck by the use of the word podding. Turn the word over in your head. Doesn't it have a lovely sound? Then the idea of podding peas took me back to my childhood. Podding peas was a summer activity, and peas are probably my favourite vegetable. I can see myself sitting on the step of the back door of our house, podding and eating the peas. But what was it that caused Maniko to write the haiku? She says, My mother-in-law is now in a hospice, having become totally blind at the age of 67 last year, due to cancer. When she was well... She sent me field peas every spring by picking them in the field in the country and they came with a memo of how to pod and cook them with rice. Although the story has undertones of sadness, I chuckled too at the idea of Maniko being told how to pod the peas and cook them. I can quite see myself doing the same thing if I ever become a mother-in-law. And now to another of our regulars, Giddy Nielsen Sweep. She writes a senryu for us from Australia. Dense crowds. I'm lost in a city street. Softly her words. I don't know about you, but this is the stuff of nightmares and definitely has an emotional pull for me. I can feel the panic of a child not seeing anything or anyone familiar in the crowd and then the soft words of its mother and all is well again with the world. Can you feel the tightness across the chest that I do, reading this poem? Next we're travelling to England with Dr Tim Gardner, who has also written great work for us before. We've heard some ekphrastic haiku from him in earlier episodes, but today we'll hear something a little different. Sand Hill, All That Remains of the Flood The only natural flooding I've been involved with was in Ireland. I was driving from the north to Dublin. I had a flight to catch. It seemed like everywhere we turned, the floods were blocking our path. 
I've never seen the aftermath of a flood, though, and when I read this, in my mind the sand hill was what was left behind in a house after the flood water had subsided. I was wrong. The haiku is written about the Santon sand flood in Breckland, which is in Suffolk in England. It's not an area I know very well, although I have spent some great holidays nearby, and I can recommend the area to visitors. If you'd like to know more, then Tim has given me a link for further information, and you'll find it on the website in the show notes. I promised you work from some new contributors in this episode, and so we go to Laughing Waters in the US. But her senryu comes from the memories of a sister who lives some distance away in the Ukraine. Laughing Waters is an unusual name, right? Well, there's a lovely story behind it, and she was happy that I share it with you. Originally from the Ukraine, she now lives in the States, and a few years ago she was very sick, and doctors told her father to take her home, because there was nothing else they could do for her. Her dad had a few friends who lived in a reservation. Their medicine woman, Walking Horse, saved her life and gave her her name, Laughing Waters. She's kept this name in her memory. So let's hear her senryu. Long orange peel wraps around my fingers, your auburn hair. I love the comparison between the orange peel and the hair, don't you? This piece is about her sister Anne. Her hair is red, and Laughing Waters tells me that Anne hates it, but she, Laughing Waters, loves it because it makes Anne unique. That lovely red hair is curly and long, so each morning before school, Laughing Waters would help her to brush it, often daydreaming as she did. This warm, loving poem takes us to one of Laughing Waters' cherished childhood memories. And staying with the Ukraine... Let's hear from another new contributor, Nicholas Klosansky. He's been writing haiku throughout his life, and now it's part of his daily meditation. Personally, I love the insights his haiku and senryu give me into his life as a commuter. Nicholas was taught to write haiku by his father. He learned through a yes and no method. He would show his father his haiku, and his father would say yes or no. Now his father knew a great deal about haiku. He was active in advancing and promoting haiku in America, starting the first haiku journal in the Pacific Northwest, Haiku Zashizou. Perhaps you know it. Nicholas had a very well-informed teacher. And Nicholas himself is active in the promotion of haiku. He writes a blog, Haiku Commentary, to which I have contributed once or twice. Aside from my contributions, it makes a good read, not just because of the haiku, but the analysis of the haiku is highly informative. In addition to this, he's written or edited a number of books, one of them with his father. And if you'd like to know more, you'll find all the links on the show notes. Now, I don't normally feature haiku that have been published elsewhere, but I love this one so much I made an exception. It's from Bottle Rockets. Autumn cool, an old hand scar seems brighter. The use of the word autumn is very clever, I think. It suggests the person with the scar is reaching the later years of life, and as you might know if you've got scars on parts of your body that are exposed to the sun, in the autumn they're quite bright. 
their paleness has been accentuated by the colouring of the summer sun on the adjacent parts of their body. Well, at least mine are. He also sent us a new piece to read at the Haiku Chronicle. Night River Childhood in My Smile I find the use of the word childhood inspired. Have you ever been down at the river when the sky is midnight blue? There's something magical about it. And the smile that crosses your face is like that of a child. It's a simple joy, a childlike joy. Do you feel it? Last, but not least, we go to Indonesia to meet another contributor, Faijan. Faijan is a businessman who spends his days in his small store. He sells many things, he tells me, half of which are children's toys. What a super way to spend your day, bringing joy to children. This is what he wrote. Rattan swing, a shadow from the past creaking on and on. For me the crucial word is shadow. The swing creates a shadow, but this shadow is a shadow from the past, which I thought suggested the poem was about someone, alive or dead, whose image was sparked by the rattan swing. We all have activities that do this, don't we? As for the creaking... To me, this noise brought a new element. Sound, obviously, but a dislocation. The swing creaked on and on, yet the mind was concentrated on the image of the memory. And I'm sure you'll see other things too. I put my idea to Fajan, and he replied that the Senryu is about his late sister. In their childhood, they used to exchange turns to swing and push. The seat was made from rattan and attached to the tree with nylon rope. He can recall the sound of the rattan swing while it was swinging in the air. I feel like I'm with them under the tree, joining in their game. Do you? My turn next. I'm taking you back to England, to a graveyard in South London. It's an old burial ground surrounding a typical countryside English church. For it was once a village church, and London has grown up and surrounded it. This is the original draft, which I'm still working on. As the dew falls, the family play cards in the graveyard. Many people thought that this might refer to a day of the dead, when families go to visit their deceased relatives and make a celebration of it. And I very much like that idea. But the real story is this. I come from a huge Irish family, most of whom now live in South London. We had an annual card game at Christmas. Mostly it was played by my uncles and aunts, their cousins and Irish friends. But now my father and a number of my uncles are dead. They're nearly all buried in the same graveyard, within metres of one another. When I visited them all, early in the morning and the grass has been damp with dew and a sort of haze hangs over the churchyard, I can imagine their ghosts having a get-together, playing cards, smoking and drinking whiskey, just like the old days. And somehow that idea cheers me up. That's the end of the podcast for today. Many, many thanks to all the wonderful poets who contributed their work. I was touched by each and every one of you. You really are wonderful. So now I'm asking for submissions on the topic of women. I'll tell you why nearer the date. 
As I said, you don't have to be a woman to take part. So come on everyone, let's get thinking and writing. I very much look forward to reading what you have to say on the topic. Can I please have your submissions by the 20th of July at the latest? The submission guidelines are on the website poetryp.com and all the links I've promised you this week are on the show notes for this episode. Thank you as always for listening. It's great to have you here. Have a lovely week and I'll see you back here next Monday. Get writing!